Welcome back to Restorative Grief with Mandy Capehart. You are listening to episode 19 titled How Wordle Can Help You Heal. Last week, we talked about the impact of grief brain on our ability to focus, think, or even write a simple short transcript. Myself, I experienced a flood of frustration because my own brain was lost in all the thoughts I wanted to work through. So this week, I want to share one of the accessible things that I used to bring myself back to a baseline of clarity and connection. And no, it's not another breathing meditation. This week, I want to talk about Wordle, the insanely popular once-a-day word puzzle game wooing the internet five green squares at a time. If you haven't seen anything about it yet, it's an internet-based word guessing game created by a programmer husband for his word-loving wife. He released the program for any online user to play, and the internet went wild, sharing scores, celebrating wins in only a few guesses, and collectively lamenting when the word got the best of us and broke our winning streaks. A ton of copycat versions of this game have taken over the app stores, including Nerdle, a game where you identify a math equation, Dordle, Quartle, and more. They're a little hard to pronounce. And admittedly, I have at least four of the other versions bookmarked on my phone. So how can a little word game help us heal through grief? (laughs) Oh, my friend, let me tell you the ways. When you are grieving, your grief brain is overwhelmed. You know this. It's disconnected and often you feel mentally detached and out of alignment with your community, your values, your family, even yourself. It can be difficult to know how to start a conversation anymore and even those life-affirming care tasks like getting out of bed or drinking water or eating a healthy meal can derail your thoughts to the point of giving up and binging Netflix for the rest of the day. In short, grief can make your brain feel kind of broken. But even though this little word game will require that you know the basics of the English language and make you think, this is a phenomenal tool to realign your brain with your heart. So let's pretend you just can't guess the right word. Day after day, you arrive at your sixth guess and still you haven't answered correctly. But does this change anything about your life or your day? Not really. In fact, this is a very safe way to fail. Losing the wordle of the day doesn't mean you're unable to finish what you start, and the grief brain needs to remember that it's okay to make mistakes, to mess up, not be productive, or not feel successful in everything that we do. It's also a very small task for the day that, once complete, truly feels like some kind of an accomplishment. Even if you answer incorrectly, the act of engaging in this on a daily basis can become a little ritual for your brain to step away from the requirements of life and into a little language oasis. So some people use body movement to get out of that overthinking habit in grief. Some people listen to emotionally charged music or read poetry to help their heart begin to feel productively again. And some still need a mental engagement to move through loss. Wordle is one great way to see if a mental exercise can help you experience relief. I also love that there is no possible way for you to binge this game since there's only one new puzzle a day. Yes, you can find other versions that allow for playing the archived words and play back to back, but the original is a one and done, and that's important. That gives us something small but exciting to look forward to for the coming day, which might be something our griefy hearts haven't experienced in a long time. I actually know people who stay awake until midnight 
just to play as soon as possible. Although I would recommend prioritizing sleep instead of puzzles, but that's just my opinion. And lastly, Wordle is going to create and invite community around you. Whether your answer is a hit or a miss, you are allowing yourself a chance to invest in a little microcosm of people with no requirements beyond showing up. We all want to have something in common with others, but while grieving, belonging is a really difficult thing to practice. It's painful and it can leave us feeling wildly misunderstood. But Wordle, it's not about winning or being the best. It's about learning to play again, realigning our heart and our mind with the intentions of others doing the same thing. They're playing, they're sharing their stories and experiences and talking with others about what worked for them and what didn't. One of my favorite things to witness in the Wordle community <laughs> is learning who has a set starter word and who doesn't. Who is winging this game and who is sticking to a formula? My husband uses a completely obscure starter word that includes five of the most commonly used letters in the alphabet, and it still doesn't always help him. But that's just it. Is Wordle a formula and a ticket out of grief? Probably not. Because nothing about your story is the same as mine or anyone else's. But maybe instead of looking for final destinations, we can continue to pack our toolbox with techniques and tips, strategies and reminders of what we can reach for when the fog rolls in. And the more techniques you keep close at hand, the more likely you are to work through grief brain episodes more quickly and with more confidence than before. And doesn't that sound like healing to you? Thank you for listening to episode 19 of Restorative Grief. Now, I'm not usually one to jump on a trend from the start because I don't like being told what to do, shocker. And sometimes trends feel like all the cool kids are drawing another line in the sand for belonging. Maybe you feel the same way and so you haven't tried this little game yet. And if you never want to, that's totally okay. Perhaps word games really aren't appealing for you. But what other small but somewhat meaningless activity could you introduce into your routine for a little more play? Think Sudoku or brain teasers or even setting up a puzzle on your kitchen table that takes more than an hour to solve. Or what about bubbles or baking cookies? What small act could you incorporate that would remind you of your joy? Carl Jung said, the creation of something new is not accomplished by the intellect, but by the play instinct. We who grieve are learning how to live life in a new way after experiencing loss. So allowing yourself the gift of play may be the very thing to bring your heavy heart a little lightness. Remember, the only solution for grief is to do the work of grieving. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you.